And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. This is the David Bowers, and I approved this message. Thank you very much there, legendary John Bon Jovial, and uh, thank you listeners around the world for joining us again this week for another exciting adventure into indie music. How are things in your part of the world, John Bon Jovial? Oh, fairly groovy, my friend. Uh, we have been enjoying nothing but a deluge, 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 deluge. Uh, well, I, Del, I don't know. Del, it's I, I been raining it's a lot. Yeah, I've been raining a lot. That I will accept that. It's been that. raining a lot. I mean, <laughs> I, I almost feel like I'm in, like, I don't know, uh, Seattle to the fourth power as far as the weather is concerned right now because it has been raining an awful lot here at Camp Swampy. Uh, but, you know, we're getting business done. We're doing things we got to do. We curse the weather. We curse the drivers. We curse ourselves from time to time, but that's par for the course. But I understand... <laughs> that the heat wave out there in the Valley of the Sun is just not letting up. Oh, actually, uh, it did. Uh, we were below normal for a while. And the last couple of days, we've been back up around normal. Then it's going back down below normal for the next uh, week or so. So uh, we get that monsoon effect when we get some really heavy storms, but not all day long like you do. Uh, we get them for an hour or two, and then they go away. But uh, they leave in their wake all the damage and everything, if you know what I mean. You know, the, the winds come in, sometimes we get the dust storms, and then a lot of rain, and then they move on. You know, I know you get those dust storms, and I had this mental block. I, I, they're, uh, they're, I don't know, what is it? They're uh, Haboob or Booboos or... Yeah, Haboob. Yeah. Okay, it's Habub. named after the Sahara dust storms. Uh, you can actually see them online. They've got... They've got pictures of them. Just uh, uh, just Google Phoenix Haboob, and uh, you can see some of them. They're really, really impressive to see in person. I remember I saw one when I lived down here the first time, and uh, I was driving home one day, and it was coming up the freeway at me. It was really kind of scary. <laughs> what was funny? Yeah, is, I, was, I, you know, and I, I met this woman once, and you know, she said Haboobs, and I said, <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> With that, I think we shall go on to more than we are, <laughs> because this next band combines elements of rock, jam band, country, blues, jazz, folk, bluegrass, all into one high-energy sound that critics describe as uh, acoustic overdrive, folk rock on steroids, and sometimes even slam grass. They call themselves Mountain Heart and the band or its members have won or been nominated for multiple Grammy Awards, ACM, CMA, IBMA Awards. They've appeared on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry over 130 times. They've shared stages with acts ranging, ranging from Leonard Skinner, Levon Helm, Alison Krauss, Tony Rice, uh, the Leanne Rimes, uh, Patty Loveless, and a bunch of others too numerous to go into here. Their recent inclusion 
on several nationally syndicated PBS series has boosted their uh, notoriety around the country. And if you haven't heard of them, you're going to hear them right now because here is Mountain Heart and a song called More Than I Am. This is Grant Malloy-Smith, and I sure am listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. She was barely 20, but so pretty. There you go. They call themselves Mountain Heart. 
The song is More Than I Am. What would you think of that one, John Bon Jovial? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. The mixture of having the uh, mandolin in there is very nice touch to it. Uh, I could listen to that. Uh, of course, that genre of music I've always been kind of partial to anyway. Uh, so I, I like what they do, and I wouldn't mind hearing more from them in the future. I hope we can get them on with us because it would be nice to talk to them and uh, hear about what they're all about. Well, good. We've got uh, we've got one vote to have them on the show. We'll see uh, how you, our listeners, feel about it. We want to thank you again for joining us from all over around the world. And, of course, our listeners up there in Rochester, New York, who listen to us on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. We'll have a little bit more about Rochester Free Radio in a moment. But first, we want to remind you that this is the show where Every show is an award show because there are so many anyway. Why not make every show an award show? That way, every one of our guests is automatically an award winner. And we've got some some great guests for you today. We have a uh, we have a gentleman from Australia by the name of Andy Michaels who will be joining us, and uh, you're going to uh, you're going to really appreciate this gentleman's talents. And then we have a uh, a newer band who call themselves Rad Key, and they will be exploring some new music with us and chatting with us about how they came to be and, uh, well, just basically everything about the band. So uh, we're going to get right at it. First, though, we do want to shout out to our friends. We already mentioned our friends at WRFZ. For those of you in upstate New York or who will be in the near future, you might want to give a listen to this because uh, this is a little bit of something that they have planned coming up in the very near future. Listen up. Join Rochester Free Radio on Saturday, September 1st at I-Square in Irondequoit next to the House of Guitars. We'll have music from the country group Our Own Worst Enemy and Deb McGoney. We'll also have music from the oldies band Generation Gap and Dave Poles of Fresh Tunes, as well as Bread and Circuses. Music from our very own Elvis show host Dave Phelps, as well as the Tombstone Hands. You can check out the exact schedule at our Facebook page on the pinned post or take a look at our website, rochesterfreeradio.com. That's Saturday, September 1st from noon to 7 p.m. at the I-Square in Arondequoit next to the House of Guitars. The Rochester Free Radio End of Summer Benefit Bash. Help Rochester Free Radio stay on the air. Be there or be square. Check them out on Facebook or at rochesterfreeradio.com and uh, speaking of Rochester Free Radio one other footnote here we'd like to thank our uh, very good friend Mary Perry who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ FM 106.3 and she uh, makes it possible for all our listeners in the Rochester area to hear us uh, right there directly where we uh, we magically appear every Saturday at noon Eastern time. Mary Perry, thank you so much for your support over the years. We're going to move right along and get to our first guest coming up here really shortly. We want to take a uh, 
We want to take a second to thank our friends at Computer Help USA who help underwrite the show for us here on Blog Talk Radio and all the other carriers that carry the show. In addition to their support, of course, they also maintain our equipment and make it possible for us to bring you the music and the talk with the artists who make it. So uh, they are pros at whatever your IT problems might be, and they can help you anywhere in the country. So look them up. Computer Help USA, you'll find them at www.comphelpusa.com. Remember, help is their middle name. And uh, we do have a guest coming up. His name is Andy Michaels. He hails from down under, and it's going to be about... uh, Oh, it's going to be about 6.30 in the morning when he's joining us, and uh, we're going to give you a sample of his song right now, and then we'll be talking to Andy in just a moment. First, though, here he is, Andy Michaels and Angel Choir. You are my angel, sing to heaven, I can't wait you to sing to me you'll sing to me
That's Angel Choir. The gentleman's name is Andy Michaels, and he's standing by to talk to us. Andy, come on in and say hello. <laughs> How you going? Greetings from Australia. Oh, so glad to have you here, and uh, sorry if we got you up a little bit early in the morning, but I'll tell you, when I first heard that song, I heard that song one time, and I said, I got to get this guy on the show. I love that song, Andy. Great tune. Did you write it? Yes, I did, yes. Oh, it, you you did a great job writing and delivering it. I am... Uh, I am really impressed. I like that song a lot. And uh, so glad you're able to come here and join us. Before we go any further, tell, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about who Andy Michaels is. I'm, I'm an Australian, West Australian-born uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, I've been writing for a number of years, and uh, just in the last probably 12 or 18 months that um, I finally got a little bit of exposure overseas, and uh, and people appreciated what I'm doing, and... Um, and the result is uh, is what you just heard now, Angel. So. Well, I think if uh, if my ears and experience are any indicator, I think you're going to be getting a lot more exposure and a lot more reacts. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Oh, I I, I really enjoyed that immensely, uh, Andy. The um, you know the production values that have gone into it are, are quite evident, and I can tell that you put a lot of time, a lot of thought, and a lot of energy into making this record sound as good and as, as fulfilling and as full as, as it does. And so I just want to applaud you on that. But the question I, that I want to ask you, uh, because this, this just has such, um, oh, for lack of better words, like religious overtones because of the, 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 the gospel-style choir, uh, do you have a background in gospel music? No, no, I don't, John. My my producer is a um, uh, is very much into into uh, uh, Christian music, and it was his idea because we, we uh, there's two versions of the song on the album, and it was his idea. He said, "How about we do um, bring a, a choir into this song at the end?" And I said, oh, "Yeah, it sounds great." Um, obviously, with angel and uh, you know and, and the Christian overtones and religious overtones. It was his idea to bring a choir in at the end, and the result is what you heard. Yeah, and it's an exceptional. Yeah, it, um, it really brought the song out into into its own world. So. Oh, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. uh, it, it's an amazing piece of music, and uh, I'm I'm trying to. There, there is a song that came out in the uh, in the '60s, and um, uh, the name of the song escapes me. But David, it was I, I believe it was the Edwin Hawkins singers. Oh, you're thinking of, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. And now you made me draw a blank, too. (laughs) And and, 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 singers. Yeah, and and it reminded reminded me so much of that. I mean, it was such an inspiring and uplifting piece of music. And uh, so, yeah, it it sounds great. Well, if, if this is not your background... What is your background? What, you know, what, 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 as we say here in the States, what floats your boat when it comes to creating music and, 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 and inspiration? Oh, Happy well, Day was the song. Oh, Happy Day. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Hey, going. I guess what's been intriguing about, about the album that the song came off, which was revisited, was it, it's been continually described as eclectic, which means there's something there for everyone. There's, you know, there's a bit of 
gospel, there's a bit of country, there's a bit of folk, singer-songwriter, pop rock, um, acoustic rock, um, uh, everything. And uh, and people sort of have been applauding me for that, the fact that I could bring all genres um, together on, on one album and bring out something like that. So um, there's two or three songs, I guess, on the album that have a bit of... Um, a gospel tinge to it, but uh, generally very eclectic and, and across the board. So, Well, I, I profess to not hearing the rest of the record, shame on me, but I know I've, you know, I've just heard this cut that we've just played. One of the things that David will normally do will not, you know, is that I will not preview the songs uh, before yeah. they're heard because he wants my raw reaction Beautiful. to it. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, but if, if there is more to this, uh, if there is any way that you can, if you haven't already, um, send us a link to this, because I would love to hear the rest of the album. That's a perfect lead yeah, into sure. where I was going next. If we could, uh, Andy, yeah. if you'd be uh, so kind as to share with the listeners how they can find you and how they can find your music online. Um, my music is in the normal platform, Spotify and, and, and all the download and streaming sites, but also through my website. And my website's just www.andymichaelsmusic.com and there's a lot of download links and a bit more about me and a bit of history and, uh, and a bit more about Andy Michaels. Absolutely. And what is the name of the album, Andy? Uh, Revisited, so the the song you heard, Angel with the Choir, came from my um, album Revisited. Revisited, okay. And uh, uh, I... I agree with John. I want to hear the rest of the album. Uh, this song, uh, the the injection of the choir at the end was was really the frosting on the cake. The song has such a, a uh, has such a good start. It's so listenable and emotional, and it seems to you know you, you get the feeling of building, and then at the end you've got the choir, which is the you know the ultimate build up. I I was really impressed yeah. with that, as well as the song itself. Uh, I uh, I realize I'm gushing a little bit, audience, but uh, I really do like that song. <laughs> what are you doing now, Andy? Are you doing uh, are you doing any touring or what? Yeah, I, I'm in the process of now recording my next album, and I'm probably about a third of the way through. So I've done three or four songs already, and uh, probably another six or seven songs. But I probably won't be finished until end of the year, and then obviously once that's done and released, then. I have some free time. I'm um, hopefully to come to the states and uh, and and meet great guys like you and um, and and get my music out there a bit more. Absolutely, and we would definitely look forward to meeting you. Uh, just uh, so you can put it down on your uh, on your notes if it works out for you to schedule in the uh, southeast in Florida or in the southwest in Arizona. John Bon Jovial is down in the Naples, Fort Myers area of Florida. I'm out in the Phoenix area of Arizona. So uh, if you hit either of those two areas, uh, there's a good chance we're going to be able to track you down and get to meet you in person. And uh, I think the American audiences, I think the American audiences are really going to receive you favorably. And I do want to ask a uh, a personal favor here. Not only you know do we get you out of bed at a weird hour of the morning, uh, so you can come and talk to us, but we want more. <laughs> we always want more. But uh, yeah, we'd love to have you uh, 
pencil us in for when the uh, new album is ready. Uh, give us a heads up a little ahead of time so we can get you scheduled, have you come back on the show, and we'd love to debut it here in the States for you. Oh, sure. I, I can't wait. That will be, um, be awesome. Thank you so much. And as far as, uh, you know, coming to the States or exposure in the States, you know, if there, of course, anything that we can help you with, uh, we will be more than happy to do so. That's what uh, this platform is all about. And uh, we not only are we into the shameless self-promotion, you know, for our own survival here, but, you know, in order for us to survive, we need our guest artists to survive. And in order for them to survive, we need to try to promote anything that you're going to do. So, you know, any type of, uh, even if it's, you know, not here in the States, but anything that you're going to be doing in Australia or New Zealand or the Philippines or anything like that, uh, we have uh, listeners literally, quite literally worldwide. And we would be more than happy to, you know, get the word out uh, about Andy Michaels. Right, yeah. Yeah, on that line. On that line, I have a uh, I have a the David Bowers Awards page on Facebook, and uh, I tell all our guests once you're on our show, you're a member of our family, and we'll always be here for you, help you do your promoting and uh, getting the word out. And that the David Bowers Award page on Facebook is specifically for my guests on the show to. Uh, post their uh, their new releases, their touring, play dates, anything you've got going on related to your music okay, cool. and yourself that you want to share with the world, uh, put us on the on your uh, on your press release list and feel free to post up there anytime and we will help you get the word out. That's uh, that's a given. The David Bowers on Facebook and uh, of course we're on all those other places too. You'll find us on on Twitter and you know all the usual places. John Bon Jovial, you look like you've got more to say. Well, yeah, just another question that I wanted, you know, which is something that I, I try to ask everybody, and I'm not going to exclude you from this either. Uh, and <laughs> that is this: obviously, you know, you've developed a style of music, and you know, you go your own unique way with it. But in order to develop that, at least it's been my experience, that you have to have influence from outside sources. So. What music producers, uh, what audio technicians, and of course, more you know, most importantly, what musicians themselves do you consider to be your um, your muse, your you know, your your primary influences over the way you do things? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. Thanks, Jay. And I guess I guess it, it comes back. Um, um, my mother played guitar, and, and I can remember her playing Cat Stevens when I was like seven or eight years old, and I was going, wow, you know, well, listen to that. That's awesome. And, and as you know, I mean, Cat, Cat Stevens is just a, um absolute legend, and some of the songs that he brought out in the um, in the 60s still stand, you know, with the Beatles as, as, as you know, being very strong today. And and my mum used to play guitar at, uh, we lived in the country, very remote rural areas in Western Australia. And my mum always used to pull a guitar out after the after the ritual footy match on a Sunday afternoon and enthralled everybody. And I was thinking, well, I'm going to do that. And there was nobody that she couldn't play. And uh, I picked up a guitar when, um, when I was in my teenage years and... Um, um, obviously, my mum's influences are like Cat Stevens and virtually um, a lot of country and Western influence as well. Um, 
and then myself, my own influences, um, uh, Neil Young, uh, all singer-songwriters that sort of have, that, that can write and they have a lot of lyrical um, strength. Um, I, I find, you know, very, very appealing and there's a lot of singer-songwriters out there now and um, I, I think unless I can bring out music, you know, lyrically um, as, strong as, as strong as the melody, um you know, then I won't do it. And I guess that's the strength of my album, Revisited, is the fact that people can identify um, with the words and the music as well and, and the lyrics and the, and, the, and the emotions that get conveyed and the message. It's a universal language, music, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a universal right, language. Yeah. Well, look, we don't, we don't have a whole lot of time left here. In the 30 or 45 seconds that we've got left, uh, can, tell us just you know, real quickly about Only Love Knows the Meaning of Goodbye. This is um, a song that I've, I've given to you guys. It's, it's going to be on my new album, um, so nobody else has heard it yet. So this is the first time it's going to be um, heard in the States and in the world for this matter. It's a song of my new album, and I guess the, the words speak for themselves. Um, um, when you say goodbye to someone, <laughs> when you're in love and you say goodbye to someone, that's, what, that's when you, you really feel the message. So um, the song's called Only Love Knows the Meaning of Goodbye. It's off my new album, um, which will be released later this year. Excellent. Excellent. David, anything else you want to add to it? I'm going to open the new album back is... up so you can there you go. go. <laughs> okay. The title of your new album, Andy? Uh, it will be um, still under wraps a bit, but probably there's another song that I've just written called Only Change Stays the Same, and I think that will be the name of the new album. Okay, we'll look forward to hearing from you as soon as that's solidified so we can spread the word because we can keep secrets here. It's the people we tell that can't. So, Andy, I want to to thank you so much for spending some time with us, uh, introducing yourself, uh, sharing your your wonderful music with us, and uh, do keep us in mind, keep in touch, because we like to stay in touch with our guests. Thank you again. Andy Michaels, ladies and gentlemen. A pleasure, Andy. And here he is. This is the one that won't be coming out until September. You heard it here first. Andy Michaels, it's called Only Love Knows the Meaning of Goodbye. You are young. 
Only love knows the meaning of goodbye. That's Andy Michaels all the way from Perth, Australia. And uh, so glad to have him with us here today. I know you're going to be looking forward to hearing more of his music, and uh, we are too. That'll be coming out on his album, which uh, releases uh, next month, September. And uh, we'll have all the information for you on our website as soon as uh, as soon as we get the information, actually. And uh, speaking of which, uh, we try to keep you up on all things uh, indie artists do and especially the uh, new and emerging artists and uh, i know john bon jovial uh, is in on this too and uh, agrees with me because we're uh, we're actually giving you the chance to help us select nominees for the independent tone awards in december and all you have to do to be a part of it is tell us who your favorite indie artists are Well, that's right. And if you do tell us who your favorite indie artists are, then there's probably a pretty good chance that from the names that you send us, we will select those to be nominated for Independent Tone Awards. So get busy and send the name of your favorite artist to me, David, at thedavidbowers.com. Send them now. You? That's David (laughs) at thedavidbowers.com. Oh, thank you so much there, John Bon Jovial. With that, I'm we always right willing along. to give you a vote of confidence, always. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm always glad to accept, too. We have another guest standing by waiting to chat with us, Isaiah from the group Rad Key, and we will talk to him right after we listen to their song, Not Smart.
That's Red Key. It's called Not Smart, and this is Isaiah from Red Key. Hello, Isaiah. Hey, what's up? Hey, glad to have you here today. How are things in Red Key land? Doing really good. Doing really good. Just hanging out, rocking out. You're doing a job of that, too. We were just talking with our uh, our previous guest, Andy Michaels, about uh, uh, his song that uh, has a very subtle buildup. Uh, yours kind of sneaks up on you, too. That thing uh, is, uh, you know, it's it's just moving along there, and then all of a sudden it all comes together, and you've got uh, guitar riffs, you got drums, you got everything happening all at once there. Yes, yes. Yeah, we like to kind of keep it uh, interesting and try to, you know, kind of have some surprises mixed in there. Nothing wrong with that. Definitely give them their money's worth. John Bon Jovial, what do you think? Oh, I like it. And uh, Isaiah, I think that uh, you know you did a nice job on the song production-wise. Sounds great. The guitar. Who's doing the guitar work on that? That was very impressive. That is uh, my older brother D, who does the uh, vocals. Okay, yeah, that's, well, you know, the vocals came in very nicely. He's got a good, strong voice. And, and, and I, was, um, I was trying to think of, of who he reminded me of, uh, you know, vocally. And, uh, and, and I kept thinking, you know, I know this voice. I know this voice from somewhere. And it, it, it kind of dawned on me that vocally, I mean, he doesn't have the same timber, but vocally, he kind of reminds me of The Clash a little bit. And uh, so I, I thought, you know, you can't go wrong with that. But Yeah, uh, that's really no. cool. Uh, it, well, it is. And, uh, the you know, the way the song, you know, as David uh, put it, the way it, it, it builds up and, you it know, just, comes to, well, what kind of a crescendo, if you will. Right, it just builds uh, up and grabs you. Yeah, yeah. So what, you know, when you guys were putting this thing together, you guys are in the studio, you know, and you're starting from scratch. Okay, I've got this concept for a song, and this is sort of what I want to do with it. And you play a raw version of it, and then somebody else says, hey, that's good. Why don't we add this, or why don't we take away that? Tell us about the process that you, that you guys went through to come up with the, the final uh, product for Not Smart. Well, we knew we wanted to do a song in that kind of tempo because we never really had before. And we knew that if you were going to mess around with a song that's kind of not the fastest, you had to really make it really big. So we worked really hard on really making sure the melodies and stuff were all there since that's what would have to be carrying the song and building. And, you know, then the guitars add just a really nice bonus, especially if you, like, go to, like, rock it out really hard towards the end just to, like, kind of wake people up, you know. And how long have you guys, being family, probably uh, an extended period of time, how long have you guys been actually working together on your music? Um, I mean, probably, like, like seven. Like, I kind of only really count it once we started playing shows. Sure. Uh, so pretty much around like seven, eight years, something like that. I know Saul would know way more, but it, it's right in there. That's kind of, we, we don't need to know exactly. Just get an idea of how long you've been doing what you're doing. Are you, uh, what's your present situation? Are you doing new music? I know we've got a, a new track we're going to play here in a few minutes, but are you working on more music? Are you doing some tours and play dates or what? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff. We're going on tour at the Damned on in November, and that's oh, gonna be wow. fun. And oh yes, pretty much whenever we're not working on that, um, we're just writing new songs. 
and mm. yeah, pretty much just really focused on new music and just staying out on the road. And uh, just so our listeners can keep up with you, where can they find you and your music online? You can find us on Amazon. Uh, we're on iTunes and Spotify. We've got stuff on YouTube. We have our website, radkey.net, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, Radkey Rock. All right. Good enough. And uh, uh, what have you what have you got? Uh, now, you, we, you've told us you're going on tour with the Damned in November. You don't have any of the uh, any of the venues for that yet, do you? Um, I believe that we have them listed on our website. I haven't got a chance to really super look because we've been really working on the new songs and the live show that we're going to be doing there. But it, I usually kind of forget where I am anyways. <laughs> yeah, I forgot where I was years ago, but you know, that hasn't stopped me. You're not even uh, sure but, now. <laughs> Isaiah, I have a question for you, and I, I hadn't planned on it until you mentioned that uh, you play the bass, which is actually one of my favorite uh, instruments, um, because I know that the bassist sometimes is an unsung hero and is usually one of the hardest working members of the band. Uh, tell me, far as you know, your opinion of bass players is concerned, it's a, t- it's a two-pronged question. First of all, who inspires you? Who, who is the bass player out there that inspires you the most? And then secondly, who do you think is one of the hardest working bass players out there? Um, I would say John Entwistle is my favorite, like most inspiring bass player. Just, just uh, with how much he like, yeah, he like commanded a lot of attention, and that was cool. And and then one of the hardest working, I would say, Paul McCartney, because he, you know, some of those bass lines he has to play while singing really well and writing like amazing songs is really, really impressive. You know, I got to tell you, my level of respect just went up tenfold for you when you said Paul McCartney because <laughs> I agree with you. He is he is one of the best bassists out there, and really because of such the dominance of of the Beatles and the mm-hmm. uh, the preeminence of not only Paul McCartney but John Lennon and George Harrison and Ringo Starr, it was such a together uh, organization when it came to producing and writing and performing music uh, that it's sometimes it's really easy to overlook what the bassist does. And to me, Paul McCartney is one of the, the greatest bassists that's ever lived. I think he may well yeah, be yeah. In, in, in many areas, uh, aside from, you know, within the music community, I think he may be a, uh, one of the uh, more underrated because the, the listeners, the fans, uh, they, you know, they, they like the music, but they look at him as a songwriter and a singer, and uh, I, I think totally. uh, there's a, a lot of fans that don't really realize and appreciate uh, what a tremendous musician he is. That's true. That's true. A lot of people really just think of him as a like singer-songwriter guy, but it's like there's so much more under there. Yeah. So has, has, have the have the likes of uh, of uh, of a Paul McCartney and a John Entwistle. Um, pretty much fashioned the way that you approach your role as a bassist? Yeah, like I, I like to like play in like a classic kind of finger style way and also like 
be kind of a vocal presence in, you know, part of the live show fun that happens, like not kind of hang out in the back, like kind of mix the bass playing styles a little bit and also kind of be out there vocally, not all the time, but just like a kind of active member live. That makes yeah, sense. Because, yeah, and you're anchoring you're anchoring the band. I mean, the bass player pretty much anchors the band. And uh, uh, so, I mean, at least that's my opinion. I am a musician, albeit a poor one, but I am a musician, so I have an appreciation uh, for what you do. And well, I don't know if so, I don't know if playing the record player qualifies you as a musician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're saying if you're saying record player, now you're dating me. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I did that intentionally because hey, we're both antiques here. What the heck? We just uh, we we just refuse to quit. <laughs> but uh, no, I agree. I agree with John. The uh, the bass player is oftentimes, I think, more times than not, uh, the uh, the glue that keeps it together. I mean, the the drums mm-hmm. the drums control the rhythm. Your uh, your guitars, especially lead guitar responsible for the melodies and the counter melodies the vocalist of course has their role to play but the bass is the one that kind of ties it all together and this is coming from a musician that doesn't play the bass as a matter of fact the closest i ever came to the guitar i I learned a few chords and uh, then i had too many other things going on that uh, i never never followed through on it so i Never got to never got to master the guitar, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention to you, as we do all our guests, that uh, you are now part of our family, and uh, we Excellent. will always help you out promotion-wise, whatever we can do. And we look forward to you keeping in touch with us and uh, coming back and seeing us when you have new music. Also, uh, the Facebook page, The David Bowers Awards, is up there for you and all our guests to post your uh, your shows, your tours, your new music, uh, your rumors, uh, <laughs> just about anything you want to spread to your fans and followers, be sure and post it up there and uh, get our listeners from around the world uh, following you too. What's in the immediate future for you guys besides the tour? Um, pretty much just writing songs like a lot of days in a row is the goal getting as many as possible and, you know, just pretty much keep it interesting for us, you know, just to keep playing new stuff while. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you consider your ideal uh, songwriting environment? Do you like the, uh, do you like the professional studio environment? Do you like to be more casual? Do you like it to be, you know, relaxed and distracted? What do you, what's your, uh, what's your ideal studio environment? Uh, I would say, like, a relaxed one, pretty much. Like, every time we've ever really been in the studio, it's been, like, super chill. Like, not, like, a whole lot of pressure. Everything pretty much running smooth. And that's how we like to keep it, really. Like, so far, we've never had, like, a really stressful writing studio scenario. Well, that's that's a good thing, and you guys, uh, being family and having uh, basically been together professionally for eight years or so, uh, you've probably explored all of the uh, all the rough edges and learned how to work around the internal conflicts that are bound to come up. There's going to be uh, disagreements and 
every now and then you're going to step on somebody's toes, but you've obviously worked through that, and, and that's a good thing. It, it bodes well for your future. In the, uh, oh, in the minute or so we have left, tell us about this next song we're going to play, the new release, Basement. Yeah, um, so this new record, we've been getting a lot more personal with our, you know, songwriting since we've been living a lot more of uh, life, and, you know, we're homeschooled, so it took a lot of touring to get to that point to write personal things. So this song's about, like, where all the songs kind of come from. We write them all and record them all in our basement, uh, demos at least, and it's just, and, like, you know, some of us sleep down there and have slipped down there and used it as a bedroom and stuff, so it's just a really cool custom spot for us and it's a nice place to escape it sounds it sounds uh sounds like a, an intimate atmosphere for you and uh hey maybe the next time we get together we can get all you guys and uh you can come out on the show and uh and talk from the basement we can get in the in the mood with you yes yes that'd be cool that'd be cool it's the one thing i don't think we've great. done yet we've talked about it but we haven't done a uh a rehearsal with a band yet. So, uh, well, you know, Dylan, D- Dylan did his basement tapes. Well, yeah, Radke can do their basement tapes as well. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I guess they, they might not be tapes anymore, but yeah, with a uh, basement well, yeah, tapes, yeah. as it were. Like you said, we're <laughs> antiques. <laughs> Isaiah, thank you so much. Our best to you and your brothers. Have a uh, have a great time and do stay in touch with us. We like to keep up with our guests and uh, see what you're doing. And like I said, uh, you get something happening, let us know. We'll work with you and try to get the promotion for you too. Thank you, thank you again, Isaiah. Excellent, thanks, Red thank you. So glad to have you with us, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Rad Key and Basement.
They call themselves Red Key. We thank you. We thank all our guests. Red Key, also Andy Michaels, all over Perth, Australia, for being here with us today. We thank you, our listeners. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yeah, you know, I kind of remember getting caught in the basement by my parents when I had my girlfriend over from time to time. <laughs> yeah, that was fun in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> All righty there, boys and girls. You've just wasted another perfectly good hour following wonderfully wonderful indie music with the David Bowers Awards. And in all sincerity, we are truly grateful that you have chosen to spend this uh, hour in passing with us. Uh, artists, be sure to send your EPKs to david at thedavidbowers.com for your chance to be considered for the show. We'd love to hear from you. The David Bowers Awards is produced around the world from the studios of Computer Health USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in beautiful Tempe, Arizona, and is available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and some of these other silly internet uh, download platforms and wherever great indie music is played. Be sure to follow the, uh, click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like The David Bowers on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as well, if you would. That'd be great to keep up with the show and all the indie music news and the artists and all those good people that make it happen. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, and on Blog Talk Radio on Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying thanks for being with us, and we'll see you right here next week on the David Bowers Awards.